0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to spreading the news. This is episode 16. My name is Chase, and I am your host, and we are here with Brian.
1: How are we doing? Chase, let me be the one to ask you this time. How how are you doing? How's your week?
2: How's your weekend?
0: Um, I've been having a pretty good, pretty good uh week. Mm. Had a pretty yeah. good weekend. Yeah. Um, thanks for asking, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, like you said, course. I'm always the one asking, so it's good to get that change of pace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how's how about you, man? How, how's your weekend, your weekend been going?
1: Pretty good, man. I mean, Yankee wise have been a little up and down. I feel like we have the good, the bad, and the ugly this week,
0: but uh, it's gonna happen over one sixty two, huh? Yeah, of course, it's gonna happen. Um, everyone's probably wondering right now where is where's Danny? Yeah, I don't know where is he, Brian? Where we actually don't even know either. He's in some <laughs> he's in some mystical place in upstate New York. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so, Danny joined before like ten minutes ago, and he is his Wi Fi was garb, garbage. And he was trying to get it going and he, it just wasn't working and then the Wi-Fi was that bad that it kicked him out. So, we don't know what's going on and we were like, Danny, where are you on vacation? And he was like, upstate New York. We are like, where upstate New York? And he was like, scooby blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, we had no idea.
0: Uh, it might be a front. He might be like
2: just trying <laughs> to get out of the episode. I'm not sure where that is. Um.
0: <laughs> so, if if he's listening, I'm sure he he will because he did criticize Brian when Brian wasn't listening to our episode that he missed. So, I'm sure he'll listen, but um, if he is listening, Danny, rectify this next episode so that we know that you listened. Yeah, that, that that's his
1: test. Just tell us that's where he was test. on vacation and spell it out and explain because I have no idea where
2: that is first.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, he literally told us and we were like, what, what, dude?
2: Yeah, I don't really
1: know. I was like,
0: Brian, did you catch that? He goes, not sure I did, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not really
1: sure. He could be anywhere in the world right now.
0: <laughs> He's MIA. He's in an alternate dimension. Yeah. Um, but the Yankees right now might as well be in an alternate dimension because they just split with the Red Sox. Um, It was a weird series. We'll get into that in a little bit, but as always, we always start with our Yankee of the week. So Brian, let's start off with Danny's Yankee of the week. Since he's not here, we'll just get that out of the way. Yeah. Um, So Danny's Yankee of the week was Aaron Hicks, of course. Um, He's been absolutely raking lately. I just wanted to show I'm wearing my Air Hicks shirt today. Mm -hmm. Um, I got this shirt after the um, diving play in Minnesota, the famous Hicks game. Um, So I think I got it from, I think it was from John Boy. So shout out to John Boy Media. Uh, We love you guys over there. But um, yeah, Aaron Hicks has been on fire. Brian, what do you got? What do you got for Aaron Hicks?
1: I got an apology for Aaron Hicks. um, (laughs) First off because I'll be the first one to say I wanted this guy off the face of the earth at a point in this season. And um, I think it was split among the fans, whether people believed in him or whether they thought he was done. I don't know how, how you felt about it, Chase, but I know like Joe's McFly on Twitter, his famous tweet that he keeps bringing up now is like Hicks will be
2: back. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it looks like Danny's back. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. I'm just surprise, gonna going to surprise appearance here. What's going on? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Danny just popped back. Um, Hello. Yeah, what's up man? We're in, we're right in the middle of Hicks if you want to give your if you give your thing. Hicksy. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> do they
3: know why I wasn't there? Why I wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, how do I... It's oh, very confusing to me. I'm on my phone now. I'm on my phone now, so what right.
0: What's up Danny? Danny, let me let me ask you, how's your day going? Anyway, <laughs> okay,
3: get right into it. Go for it. How's yeah, my day going? How's my, how's my day? Going? I don't even know what you said. All right, but I'm here. Don't. I'm here. I know. All right, so me. let's do
0: that again. I'm your host. But how Steve, about Aaron with Hicks, Brian, and we are here with Danny. <laughs> yeah, now we're here with Danny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danny, Aaron Hicks, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: Aaron Hicks, Yankee of the week. Let's go, Hicks. Oh my God, how awesome has he been? Come on. We talk, we'd love to talk so much about him because he deserved it, but now he's honestly putting us in the conversation where we might not even need to trade for an outfielder if he keeps hitting like this. He has a .348 with a .444 on base and a 957 slugging.
2: I don't know how to do this.
0: Can you repeat his stats again,
2: Danny? I was going to do it.
0: You got it, Brian?
2: Yeah, for those that didn't hear, because Danny's in the mystical. I repeat
0: him. Danny's <laughs> Danny's, wi- Danny's Wi-Fi. Right, he's in an alternate dimension, so yeah, yeah. his Wi-Fi is a little spotty. Let me clear up the
2: stats. Hicks Hicks has hit 348 this week, 444
1: on-base percentage, 957 slugging, and he's hit three homers with six RBIs and stole two bases.
3: Hey man, don't make fun. This is dedication. I'm on vacation and I'm still dialing in for oh, my absolutely. phone.
0: Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm loving it. I told you, Danny it's texted us before, and Danny was like, "Should I join?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. We need you."
3: The connection But anyway, a lot of clutch hits. A lot of clutch Red Sox hits, which you love to see. You love guys that come through clutch in <laughs> rivalry games. But uh, he, he hit that grand slam off the position <laughs> player in Pittsburgh.
0: Bro is, yeah, pace, bro is pacing his basement right now. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah.
3: um, like, I can not just I don't know how to just set my phone up.
2: That grand slam does bolster the stats a little bit. Hicks, anyway, Hicks the- threw as bad as if it was like a walk-off
0: homer. He gets no, position yeah. player in Pittsburgh. Hicks is uh Hicks has been on absolute fire. Oh, he's, he's there gone. he goes. He's All gone. right, that was a good so, cameo. For if you're episode. if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, just for context, um <laughs> go look at YouTube and you can see the genuine reactions from me and Brian. That was not scripted. He just texted us, this is a disaster. <laughs> so he must have just
2: gotten kicked. Um really, I'm gonna be honest, I really hope he does not join that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was Oh, here he is. He's back. He's back. Daniel's Otto is connected. To- <laughs> He's connecting. Here we go. Danny, Hang
2: on. I respect you, but I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> Where we leave off? Oh,
0: Danny, are you there? Oh.
3: I'll just go no camera. Okay. okay. Yeah, I'm here. Okay.
0: Weird. I'll tell you, Hicks Hicks. At the grand
3: slam. All right. Hicks hit the grand slam off the position player in Pittsburgh. And ever since then, he's been the best player.
0: <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it, Danny.
3: <laughs> All right. Um...
0: Uh, um, and just, Danny, why don't you um, read, read your text that you were telling us to say. But now that you're here, you can read it about the Red Sox fans.
3: All right, yeah. I mean, the Red Sox walk us off in extra innings in a heartbreaking loss. And the game before the two games before that, when the Yankees hit well and beat them, uh, all the Red Sox fans on Twitter are saying it's the it's just the regular season. Why, um, like we just wait to the playoffs when to do again whatever. And then and they went on a walk off and they went two games and They celebrate like they just won the World Series. Like it's crazy how hypocritical they could be. And then. Brian, I know that one guy on Twitter that was going back with you. He's just – he's saying really? the Yankees can't hit double-A pitching or something like that.
0: You were going he's, at it with someone, Brian? Yeah. A little
3: bit. On his I mean, on his Twitter, he's saying how – it was ridiculous because the, the Red Sox obviously have a hurt staff, but, like, you know, they're, they're bullpen guys there. And that they, they the Yankees weren't hitting for a little bit on Saturday night baseball. I mean, we had eight hits, but we didn't have the runs. And this guy's like, "Oh, it's great the Yankees can't hit double A pitching," and then he celebrates like they won the World Series after saying, "It's the regular season. Wait till playoffs." Ridiculous. Yeah. Were you going yeah. at it
0: on your personal or
1: spread the news? It was uh, the personal. It was under John Boy's tweet about um, when the broadcast celebrated like the World Series just won about the about Ploiecki's throwing oh, out his of Higgy, mm-hmm. and um, I like replied like this broadcast is so anti Yankees, and it got like eighty likes, and then somebody. Oh. And then somebody replied like a bunch of people were replying, so a couple of Red Sox fans, and this guy was like hilarious, like they can't hit double pitching, which had nothing to do with what I was saying. Um, but then um yeah, it was just it was just interesting. I mean, oh I feel like God. I learned a bit about the Red Sox and the Red Sox fans. I mean what got me with that is like the uh I don't wanna talk about them so much, but They're doing the cart thing down like 9 2 in a, in like when they're 15 Uh games back. Like it's just really interesting to me. Like that's something that if the Yankees did, I'd be really upset with. I'm actually really glad the Yankees don't have a stupid prop home run celebration because I feel like that's such a like unprofessional like the the Blue Jays jacket. Yeah. And like the Angels or the Phillies like have the sun hat. Like
3: it's just weird. We last year we tried to do that. We tried to do the jacket thing in Houston and then we got burned by Altuve's walk off home run of the last game and stopped that That very quick.
1: I liked that at that time because it was, like, purely out of spite. Like, mm. those weird yeah. – like, like, the car thing, it just – there's a line of when to do it and when not to do it. And down, like, the Red Sox were in that game in when they're so behind the Yankees in the race. Like, just was, like, definitely, like, a bad look. And it's not even a bias. Like, fuck the Red Sox thing. It's just, like, weird to me. And if the Yankees did that, I'd be very, like, embarrassed. Yeah. But,
3: yeah, I would be embarrassed. And it's like, no, the, the Aaron Hicks hits a nuke and then the Red Sox fans are saying Yankees suck literally at that after that. The bat after Nick hits, Hicks hit a bomb, game tying home run at the time, and they're screaming Yankees suck. Like there's not even a place to do that stuff. You don't do it right after you, they just hit a home run off you. Yeah, so that's great, I mean, that's great. just
0: part of the experience of the rivalry, though. Like that's like what you have to expect. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flaw the Red Sox fans for doing that just because like obviously it's dumb, but like
3: if I'm at a, I'm at a Yankee game, if I'm at a Yankee game and we just gave up a bomb and. It, people start screaming red Sox suck wherever we're playing suck i'm like dude they just they just crushed us right there like they beat us there we can't say that right now because right now isn't the time to do it
1: i agree and i also and they hit home run clearly they don't suck i do agree with you chase too like that that is what the rivalry is it's like kind of whether it's worth like um whether it's correct or not like they're just going to go back and forth i mean yankee fans probably would have done some stupid thing if we were home uh, I mean, they're so far behind us now. Like, this is what they got. Like, they got to be this. Like, and that's, like, when they're playing against us. And, like, that is maybe their, like, World Series a little bit. Not to be like that. But, like, I, mean, I we had Red Sox fans, like, in my Twitter replies saying, like, we're not thinking about the division anymore. Like, we just want to get yeah. to the playoffs and beat you guys there. Like, So that's kind of over for
0: them. I, I saw a bunch of, um, um, like, verified Red Sox beat writers. Uh, I don't know if they were beat writers, but Red Sox verified – fans um maybe beat writers but they were all saying um like the Red Sox pitching staff is is depleted right now and the Yankees can barely beat like their double-a pitchers and um like the Yankees are celebrating like a win when they won by uh, like one or two runs like obviously like yeah. a win is a win like yeah what?
3: Like we're not- I've said that so many times on this podcast. I've said it so many times. Like when people say, oh, you shouldn't be happy with a walk-off win over the Rangers or whatever. Like, no, a win's a win. In this sport, when you're playing 162 games a season, you take all the wins. Like every win matters. It doesn't matter how you do it. Like we, like I said, we saw the Pirates sweep the Dodgers. Anything could happen. So if we win, it doesn't matter how we win. We celebrate the win. We're happy we won. Like what? We're supposed to be upset over a loss? I'm upset over a win? How? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I
1: told like the worst argument ever and like the lamest, most sad, like defeated argument is baseball fans making like the um you should have won by more or like this but that's like just yeah, a one. weird thing. Like I don't like or like, yeah. You, you should be happy with any win. Any win. Like I don't Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like you could say that I could see you saying that in a sport like football, you know, where you only play seventeen games. I like, would really when the Bucs barely beat the Jets last year. And then you could kind of say, like, yeah, the Bucks should have beat them by more. Obviously, you're happy with the win. But in baseball, it's such it's just such a different game where, like, you take all the wins no matter how you win them. It doesn't matter what team you're playing. If you win, you win.
1: One of the Red Sox writers was t- made a tweet that I can't pull up right now. Somebody else can. But it's just, like, it was before yesterday's game. But it was, like, he gave out the scores of the Yankee Red Sox game this year. And he's, like, other than one, like, they've all been close, although the Yankees have won most of the games. Like, they're a part – on the standings but not on the field like yes yes they are like winning beating them all those times is like is beating them like I don't care if they win by one or not and like even that 6-5 win the Yankees had the other day was a great win like the close games are often better wins like it was a great win and it's Yankees Red Sox it's the rivalry it's not like these aren't some shitty team like the Pirates like the Red Sox are always going to play us well. And we're always going to play the Red Sox well, regardless of how well the teams are that year. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's always going to be like that. It's like the split was obviously frustrating, especially after winning those first two games, which I always say I hate is to split after winning the first two games. But like it's, the Red Sox are still a good team, mm-hmm. but
3: yeah.
0: like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. Yeah. I saw that. Tweet. Wait, Brian, you I saw put that... Good... Go ahead, Danny.
3: Go ahead. Right. You put it good in a, in a text you send us, like you win the first two games and you go on to lose the series i know technically we didn't lose the series but when you win the first two and then lose the second two like especially in fashion that they did it feels like you lost the series
1: yeah that's what i was saying with that i, that does, I do feel like we lost that red sox series like obviously like that's just my feeling obviously on the stats and the standings. and the You're red getting... sox
3: fans are red sox are leaving that thinking that it was a big win you know winning the yeah. last two and they won the last two in honestly in frustrating fashion with the walk-off was hype for them, I, must, I assume, and then, you know, to kind of kill us next
0: day. Brian, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that tweet because that's, like, exactly what I was referring to. I just couldn't remember it off the top of my head. Um, and also this Jared Carabas tweet, um, he says, regardless of what the wins and the losses look like in this series against all rookie starters it's already, and then he says, <laughs> the main takeaway will be that the Red Sox rocked Derek Cole, Nestor Cortez, and touched up their untouchable closer. This series was never about the division. And then Phil Hughes, former Yank, replies and says, a storied franchise like the Red Sox reduced to celebrating little victories and losses. Sad. It's <laughs> true. And I love <laughs> that Yankees like that are
1: going to stick up for the current Yankees because, like, Phil Hughes really has nothing to do with this current team, but he's still, like, you know, a Yankee for life, and that's awesome. Um, and he's totally right. Like, like if this was flipped, like, I'd be, like, trying to catch them, like, and I'd want to sweep them. Like, I don't know, just a weird, like, settling. I mean, I mean it just it, – It's to same like- – defeated i'm
0: i'm reading yeah. through the replies to say
3: they here. beat up on clay holmes though to say they beat up on they clay holmes. like i mean it's kind of like yeah they got a one hit off him i, I mean
0: i'm but, reading i'm reading through through the, i'm reading through the replies here and i i hate to bring up like i hate to bring up you know another podcast but of course like we we love john boy media so like i just I, we don't like to bring them up just because like you know this is our own show but we love them. And Talkin' Jake replied to um Jared Karabas' tweet. He said, Jared, Jared Cannabis is out tonight, huh? And then a Red Sox fan replies <laughs> to Talkin' Jake. And he says, I cannot wait to see what our rotation, our full rotation actually does to you guys. And then J- Jake says, let's figure out 2022 before we get to 2023. <laughs> That's so good. But it's true, though. Like, it's all true. Like, what is with, like, like these excuses? Like, It's weird. And don't get me wrong, it's like crazy. the Yankees, the Yankees, like crazy. I feel like we've been, like we've given the Yankees excuses in the past, but like, cause the Yankees, like, at, you know, at some points have really not been healthy in the past few years. Um, I
1: can't remember it's a time where everybody was healthy besides like this year knocking <laughs> on wood. Like, I don't,
0: yeah, I'm knocking on wood too. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like annoying. Like, if you're, if you're 14 games back in the division, like, how can you even talk? Like, you got to give credit where credit's due. Like, I'm always saying, I always say you got to give credit yeah, where credit's right, due. Right. I don't know. I, it's maybe, maybe it would be good to have a Red Sox fan on right now to give us that other perspective. Um, but yeah, it was just a weird series. It was really weird. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know how Aaron Hicks started all of this, but.
1: No, it was just, I mean, it was just an interesting stretch. I mean, the week started with that weird loss to Pittsburgh. That was just like a, like a pain to watch. Like they couldn't mm-hmm. score like another, yeah, like was- one of two bad starts from Jameson this week. Um, that was a brutal game to watch. Then they started off the 16 nothing shellacking of the, of the Pirates. Like, they didn't – those two teams looked like they belonged on different levels of baseball fields in that game. Then two great wins over the Red Sox on um, Thursday and Friday. The, you know, one was the 6-5, like, great, like, gutty win they got. And one was, like, more of a dominant win. And then to follow it up with bad Saturday and Sunday losses. So, like, definitely, like I said, at the start of the show, like, the good, the bad, the ugly we got, especially yesterday, was the, probably the ugliest game of baseball I've seen the Yankees play in years. Um, definitely the worst this year with all the errors they made. and uh, For some reason, the pop-ups in Fenway are becoming a serious issue, maybe because that stadium was built 100 years ago and the lights are – their 1950 lights are not working properly. I mean, it's – I mean, I'm not going to make that excuse because the Red Sox had issues with it. The Yankees had issues with it yesterday. But just definitely
0: yesterday was a weird
1: game and not
0: a game I enjoyed watching. Um, yeah, I mean, seeing DJ last night – like all of them all like like that that um blue pop fly that was in between like center right field and dj like between judge hicks and dj that dj ultimately (laughs) ended up dropping i think after the game he said i think dj said he felt like he had the best read on the ball and he felt like there was no chance that hicks or judge could have gotten there so if that is the truth i mean can't really fault him for that but like 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 those those plays like those plays gotta be made like you gotta you like i don't know
1: Absolutely, especially like in the playoffs, like that can't happen. Yeah. Like, I, I all we've done is talk up DJ, especially his defense. So, this was definitely like a weird, fluky game for DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had his like weird fair share of pop up struggles,
0: I feel like. Um, definitely. And he, he dropped one in the playoffs one year in against yeah. the twins at home. And I
1: feel like this year, too, he's actually played twice, second. actually. He's, he's played second base probably the least this year, so definitely a little weird thing for him. I mean, he called those both offs so like. like you know, once you do that, that's your fault if you don't make that play. The first one I think Judge could have had like easily. But again, mm-hmm. I mean he's not it's hard to like look back at the ball, look at Judge, see where he is. The second one, I don't think Hicks was gonna get there because Hicks made the wrong read and took a few steps back. Cause we see that Hicks is just not the outfielder he was. Um mm-hmm. like although he's been hitting, like he's still not that so, I also
0: I also think Hicks might be more comfortable in left now than he is in center, honestly. He's not he's
1: not like the spry young late twenties quick center fielder anymore at all. Um, I agree. So, I mean, given the option of Judge or Hicks and center, I think it's definitely Judge now because Judge is quicker. Judge gets the better reads. Um, but, again, like, those are just weird fluky plays. Um, another huge defensive mistake last night, which started that whole rally, was IKF spiking that ball in the dirt. I oh, had to get that yeah. there because, I mean, we, we've talked so much about – him and his defense, and how recently he's actually been, like, flashing leather, making, like, dazzling plays. But then again, you see his struggles with the routine ground ball, which just can't happen.
0: Yeah. Call up Oswald Peraza. Have the
3: guy make the routine every time.
0: I yeah. can't they call up Oswald Peraza? He's he's actually raking right now, too, Peraza. because
3: not make you know, sense. I think he
1: will be soon. I, and I think Joe's McFly tweeted it last night. Like, it's – like,
0: the yeah, break's Yeah, he's got to be.
3: After the All-Star break. After the Dude, All-Star those- break.
0: Those shortstop easy plays, those plays have to be made in the playoffs. That's what loses you playoff games. Mm-hmm. You cannot like. You, I mean, like you said, Brian, yeah. we saw that's what started the rally. So like, that that can't like if that happens in playoffs, dude, you're you're kissing your kissing your way to Cancun, kissing a ticket to Can- Cancun. Absolutely. Um <laughs> Let's let's. Wait, oh, I, I did. Brian, want,
3: you also um brought up. Uh, go ahead, Denny. Brian, you brought Brian. up uh. Tyone, you also brought up Tyone. His two bad starts of the week, uh, he's actually been struggling uh, way more than those two starts. I mean, his ERA is up over four now at four point zero one, and that's obviously a crazy difference from what it was in the beginning of the season. I mean, he was low threes, twos, even. And his last seven games, his last seven starts, he has a six eight one ERA, giving up twenty seven earned runs in thirty five innings. I mean, that's we got to figure it out. And honestly, like it's putting in the conversation. Do we need another starting pitcher? Do we need another pitcher at the trade deadline? I don't know. I mean, if Tyone can't fi- figure it out and find what he was in the beginning of the season, then
0: I say yes, you do need another starter. I do too, now.
1: And I was having this conversation the other day. Um, Nestor hasn't looked like he's looked. Not that he was ever supposed to be as good as he was, but he's definitely regressed. And mm-hmm. we see it with Tyone now. Um, in a perfect world, him and Nestor and Tyone remained how they did to start the season. And we, you know, ride all the way to the World Series. All they do is pitch seven innings, one run, and it's easy. Yeah. We knew that wasn't going to happen. And it seems like it's finally the time where they're starting to slow down a bit. Um, both those guys, Tyone and Nestor, are not used to pitching this much in their career. Or uh, Tyone hasn't pitched in a while, like, for, for their injuries. Nestor's never been a high-inning guy. Mm-hmm. So now we see it coming with them. And it's uh it's definitely concerning. I mean, not too long ago, we were like, this rotation is by far the best in baseball. No one could touch them. And right now, I could easily see in the playoffs, Nestor and Tyone and maybe Monty, who's been good, but just because he's Monty, completely implode in a playoff game. And I don't want three guys that could possibly do that. Even Cole now, especially for in Fenway, could do that. Mm. So I just the thought of that, like. And the hope is that all of them all of them won't, like you expect, one implosion. But it's definitely concerning. I don't know how much I would trust Nestor and Tyone right now in a playoff game. Um, so I do
3: think they would need another starter. Yeah. Um, and The frustrating so- poll this weekend, it, it was Devers. It, Devers, it, Devers just did all of that work for the Red Sox in that game when they said they raked off Cole. I mean, Devers just – it was all yeah, Devers. You can't also- get Devers out.
0: Yes, I, I do agree with you, Danny. But also, Garrett Cole did walk Plowecki in the yeah. nine hitter. No, you yeah, can't, you can't be I mean, Ploiecki. it is his fault. That's, yeah, obviously, that's I like mean, a recipe for disaster. It's his
3: fault. Yeah. You got to get. You those can't outs. Walk the nine hitter. You can't walk the nine hitter, guaranteeing the guy that absolutely destroys you in that bat with with runners on. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, he's this, and figure, Cole even said after the game, like, he has no idea what's going on. He's had a walk problem this year. Um, Garrett yeah. Cole's not really like a walk pitcher, so he's he's got to figure that out. I'm about to yeah, yeah I mean, it like, was,
3: it was very weird seeing him say after the game like how like yeah. how he, he basically he sounded defeated about Devers like yeah if you guys have any any tips or whatever to get him out then let me know cuz i've tried everything and it doesn't work nothing works yeah. on him
0: and it's they're kinda good pitches, to hear too weird
3: defeated i never thought it really yeah he's making, changed he's making that he good pitches he's dead center for the three run homer
0: yeah. Devers is just Devers is just. with a change a, up
3: below the zone?
0: Devers is just a sick hitter. I mean, you gotta, like I said, gotta give credit where credit's due. He's a really good hitter.
3: So. Devers
1: is a freak. Like, but I, those two pitches were good pitches. He just he dug them out of his um the dirt and crushed them. Like, uh, that was like a tip my cap moment in both homers. Um, and like Danny was saying, Cole even said too. Um, I've never seen Cole like that. Like, we always looked at him probably before here as such a like like, um, focused and, like, badass, like, starting pitcher guy. And, like, I'm kind of starting to see, like, things rattle him pretty quickly. Um, And Devers, like – and you know now after hearing him talk about Devers that he does not want to face Devers in any big spot, maybe in any spot, because what Danny said, he said, and then he also said something like – he was like, you're supposed to fail in this game three out of ten times, so what's the deal? Like, this guy just doesn't (laughs) – he's like – he said, I don't know, he he never misses. Like, every every swing he crushes. Like, so it's definitely weird to see – um, and he might be he's right, but it's just weird to see him admit that basically, say that he has no answer for, for Rafael Devers. And that's definitely a little concerning. On we the second
0: to... on the second Devers home run, the answer was to walk him. So. Oh,
1: that's why I text you guys right away. Yeah. All caps, I, I mean, but then, not you not JD, I then you got JD. I don't know.
3: You got JD. JD's been
0: struggling. You pitched to the guy you who's You, struggling got, you got with J- the guy who, who I makes mean, up. Yeah, off but
3: the, with oh. the bases loaded, in order to put the put bases loaded, I don't know. I mean, I agree. Yeah, you can't really pitch to Devers there, but also you're getting JD Martinez to play with bases loaded. I mean, we know who J.D. Martinez is, even if he is struggling.
1: Yeah, Walks are the one thing that can't happen in tight games like that, and you saw that yesterday. I was beyond angry yesterday after Boone elects to put in the two most unable to throw strike pitchers we have in Chapman and Castro back-to-back, and all they did was oh. not find the zone. And I saw – I'm going to pull it up while you guys talk because it has to be there – that Chapman has not been a bad reliever. He's been one of the worst relievers in baseball over the past year. If you look at the advanced stats and the numbers, he he, cannot find the strike zone. And a huge issue with him is runners on. Is when Story had that little blooper, um, you have Story's on first base, and Chapman could not focus on the hitters after that. It was he was all about the running game, and then he ended up loading the bases through walks. And we all know how this game and inning ended. Um, He actually only gave up one run, but nobody should have even been on. Mm-hmm. But just so frustrating. Yeah. You know, Miguel Castro comes in and does Chapman, his thing, he... again, unable to find the strike zone.
0: Chapman can't be a bit, can't be in in these these big situations. <laughs> That's what I about until, to say. Until he, he can find his rhythm, game. he can't be. You got to pitch him in a role like <laughs> like you pitch in like like what Ron Marinaccio was in the earlier earlier in the season. And then he obviously he found his stride. I wish then, we had
1: him wow. last night. We might have win. We might have won with Marinaccio yesterday. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely. It's
3: honestly crazy. It's crazy that we're talking about a Roldis Chapman, like somebody, like one of the best closers of all time, and we're talking to him, comparing him to Ron Barnaccio. But like, <laughs> I agree, he cannot be in in close games. He was in in this. He was in honestly just a slap in the face to him. Like it's crazy, disrespectful. Boone put him in in the sixteen nothing game against the Pirates. Like he went from you yeah. went from um, being a, I mean our closer, the the closer for the New York Yankees, and then all of a sudden you suck, and now you're pitching in the sixteen nothing blowout win.
0: Well, the good news is reinforcements are coming. Luizga pitched a um rehab game the other day. Yes, I think we I, need I read we I read need that Luizga he, back. it was like a one, two, three inning. He looked really good, apparently looked really sharp. And Domingo Herman apparently looks really sharp too in his rehab stints. And I think he's ready to be activated actually pretty soon. So I, w- I wonder if we, he'll come we back, need as that guy as a, back I wonder if he'll come back as a starter to kind of relieve the innings off of Tyone and Nestor.
1: Either either one, he could help them a lot. And I do have the Chapman numbers right here. They're all like kind of advanced stats, but I'll just explain where he is in relative to the rest of the league. So this is a, a great tweet by Hoodie Maven on Twitter. 173 relievers have thrown at least 50 innings since May 21st of 2021, which is last year. Are all the Chapmans since then entering tonight? So this is before last night. Mm-hmm. ERA, 4.72, 149th out of 173. <laughs> FIP, 5.55, 172nd out of 173 um sierra the s-i-e-r-a 4.39 155th walk percentage 17.6 percent 172nd so only one guy was worse than him and the f4 negative 0.8 172nd out of 173 relievers Ooh. since last year he has been so he's horrendous. literally Terrific. one of the worst
0: relievers in baseball for the last year for the last yeah, full year
1: i remember saying it a few episodes back when he was on his way back like here we go like great he's back to like ruin the season and i don't
0: know <laughs> sure enough right <laughs> <Ugh>. um
3: <laughs> Do you remember the beginning of last year when we were talking like a world of Chapman as a Cy Young in he May was. or whatever? And then, and then, yeah, he was. I mean, that's what Clay Holmes is now. I could see Clay Holmes being in the conversation for Cy Young. But we were talking about a world as Chapman Cy Young. I mean, he had a zero ERA in May or whatever it was. And yeah, zero ERA in May. And then the sticky stuff thing happened and he completely imploded. I'm not saying it was because of that, but it was kind of like a weird coincidence that right after that happened, he just went downhill.
0: He hasn't been the same pitcher I mean, I don't I don't blame
1: Aaron Boone in that situation yesterday for putting him in there in a wide gap in the division game like that. But I think we've seen enough now. Like he he just needs to be used to like yeah. eat innings. I don't even know if he could be trusted to do that. I don't I really don't know what the answer with Chapman is, but he can't be like I don't want to see him on the mound in any playoff game.
0: I think it's a confidence
3: thing. Eight innings, him. though, he's not going to go multiple. T- it definitely is. I mean, at that point, point. Yeah. and one, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's both. It's both. It's one. He's not good anymore, and two, it's confidence, so he can't be good anymore.
0: I think I think it's more confidence than it is that he's actually like not good anymore. Because yeah, we've seen like even we've seen recently like like when his like when he when he's able to throw his splitter effectively like and he, he has a solid running fastball like he looks really good. But like is obviously, like- that's not. Hasn't really been the case. He didn't even
1: throw a splitter yesterday. He was he had no confidence in his fastball, and he's trying to throw the slider for a strike, which also wasn't working. Every Red Sox hitter's laying off it because it's easy to see. He doesn't have a good slider. He he only used it because he thinks it's his best pitch to throw for a strike, which is just insane when you throw 100 mile an fastball. But that's his go to strike pitch, like when you need a strike, and that wasn't even working, and they're not swinging at it. So he was hopeless. I mean, he got a couple lucky swings from Bobby Dahlbeck, who's terrible because he throws him. He threw him at Dahlbeck's like knees, and he's swinging because he's in swing mode. I don't know why, but. He can't throw strikes. Like again, if he can locate, he can be good. But we've also seen him, and I've said this before. Like I feel like he's on the mound to end our season. He's been like multiple times in the past few years, and I can't see that again. I just he's he one of my be. least favorite Yankees. Like be. I really, I'm going on a little rant here, but like I really think like this guy's a serious issue. Like I don't,
0: I can see them trading him at the deadline.
1: I hope they do. I don't know if any team. I mean, would, who's the,
3: just, I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, they get, I don't know but, how much how big the interest would be. Packaging yeah. with Gallo. There you go. You got a great duo there.
0: Anyways, um we should definitely move on to the next Yankee of the week. we we had a long conversation. Jeez, oh,
3: this is still the this is still yeah. the Aaron X yeah. conversation. I mean it's Something, not really well, not related,
0: but yes, it's still that same uh Well,
3: yeah, that's what yeah. prompted it.
0: Um I will go first, Brian, and I'll let you go since you have a good one. Um I my Yankee of the week this week is Josh Donaldson. So the bringer of rain. Uh, last week, I had Josh Donaldson as my Yankee of the Week for bad reason because he was garbage, and I thought that it was almost time for him to kind of be on his way out. Um, and I was also making a case for, um, as I'm pulling up his stats, I was making a case for Carpi to play a full-time role because he's earned it. But Josh Donaldson took my comments personally, and over his last 29 at-bats, his last seven yeah. games, hitting 241. Um, with 10 RBIs at three home runs, um, with a 552 slug and a 258 on base percentage. And he became up until I want to say, um, two nights ago, when he botched that double play to end the game, um, he had been a Yankee or sorry, a Red Sox killer in the series. Um, I mean, he was just absolutely raking in the first two games. Um, I just clicked the wrong tab on my computer when I was trying to pull his stats back up. But uh, he raked in the first raked two against games. against Pittsburgh. I mean, raked against Pittsburgh. He hit a Grand Slam in Pittsburgh. He hit a grand, Was it a Grand Slam in Boston? Yeah, Grand Slam in Boston. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he's been raking. And before, um, yeah. He didn't hit runs. a Grand
3: Slam in Pittsburgh. He hit a home run. In, it wasn't a Grand Slam in no, Pittsburgh. it? Was. it was a, no, Judge and Hicks hit the Grand Slams in Pittsburgh. Right, right. Johnson you're right, you're hit a... Right. You're right.
0: Um, thank you, Danny. But, um, yeah, he has nine homers on the season. I think last week when I was talking, I, I think he only had six and I was like, that's not something you expect from Donaldson. So him to have three home runs over a seven game stretch looks good to me. Um, and he's flashed, he's flashed his glove in that one play, that bare hand play was, that was sick. That was like one of the, that was one of the coolest plays I've seen in a long time from a third baseman. Um, but yeah, Josh is my, Yankee yeah, week. that was awesome um hopefully he can keep it up because if he doesn't then someone might be coming for his role but what do you guys have on Donaldson uh Danny do you want to go I mean
3: it's not like like you said like you yeah sure like you said uh like you're pushing that Carpy has been earning a spot over him it's not like Car. it's not like Carpenter has not has stopped earning it like Carpenter is still raking but it's like, if Donaldson keeps hitting like this, obviously you're not going to play Carpenter over him. But yeah, it was, it was definitely kind of weird. Like we were all raving about Donaldson and then in the extra innings, he botches that double play. Ugh, that was game over. Should've won. But yeah, I, I, I said, I love, I want to see Donaldson play cause and play well. I mean, because he's that guy on the baseball field with the attitude, with the, with the fuck you, with the, that whatever flips. you want to call it. I mean, he, yeah, the bad flips. He is that guy on the baseball field. And we needed that. He's a guy we needed. But like we said last week, you could have all that. But if you don't perform on the baseball field, then it doesn't matter as much. But I really hope he could continue hitting. Hopefully, you know, that double play doesn't that him blowing the game for us doesn't get to his head. Also, I mean, Rizzo stealing third in the inning in the extra half inning before that. Uh killing our rally. Like we could have scored more. That kind of hurt us too. So it's not like Donaldson was just at fault. But still, I hope Donaldson can keep it going, and I think he will. I think he will. Because we know who we know how he can hit.
0: I'm not worried about him in the field, but well, from the double play at least, but um. You know. Go ahead, Brian. I mean, I said it last week when you talked about
1: Donaldson for bad reasons. Like I total I do believe in him. I, I have believed in him. I thought it was just like kind of a matter of time. The only thing that worried me is his age, but like he's shown he can still do it, especially after this week. Uh, He's been hitting the ball hard, according to the advanced stats, which is what I said last week. But it is true, and it's they're finally you know finding some some holes, and he's just hitting him out of the ballpark more consistently now, which is something you want to see him keep up. About the fielding, like everyone makes errors. That was a really unfortunate error that may have cost us the game, but um, you don't want to pin it just on him. He's in the ninety fourth percentile, that's above average. Like he's been really really good. Like I was I said to you guys we have two gold glove third basemen on this team and we have DJ and Donaldson who both struggled in this year's offensively, I guess you could say, but um, that's not something to worry about, but he had a great week hitting and you'd love to see that against the Red Sox. Like you were saying, you know, killing them and um, kind of being like a pest uh, for them. Like another guy that the Red Sox fans probably look at like, Oh my God, this guy Donaldson, like I hate him. Like, and that's what you want. Yeah. As a Yankee fan. So see Donaldson, have a good week like that. See the power stroke come back a little bit. Can be a really good sign for the Yankees and nothing. I mean, we just talked about, We talked about Hicks and Donaldson. I'm going to talk about my guy who also kind of falls into this category, which is, you know, those are the guys you need to perform when guys like Judge and Stan are struggling a little bit, and we can admit that they are, Um, power number-wise. I mean, Judge Judge is still getting his hits. Stan broke out with a nice run last night. But, you know, over the course of that week against the Pirates, like, I mean, I guess Judge had a big run too. But, like, when everyone's not performing, you need those guys to step up, and they have, and Hicks and Donaldson and my Yankee of the Week that's coming up has performed in a big way. Too. give it to us all right uh, i guess we're going to talk about matthew martin carpenter gonna bring out gonna bring out the <laughs> gonna bring out, the, uh, going to bring martin, out the huh? martin i like yeah that. from galveston texas went to tcu <laughs> if anybody was curious about that but uh
0: <laughs> brian did you did you see the uh carpenter post yesterday that i sent you they um, posted his his edit the johnny cash song
2: yes yes that's what i was just going to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Matt Carpenter,
3: the, like old, cowboy.
2: the old man in the sea, Matt Carpenter, um, who's how even old is he now? He's old. He's in his late 30s. He's 36. Um, is now posting Instagram edits of him to like Johnny Cash songs. Yeah, he's calling himself the cowboy. And it was just awesome. Like he is so fun. And you can only do that stuff when you are
1: a beast on the baseball field, which is what he's been. Uh, just to throw out his his last seven stats, last seven game stats. Two Homers, five RBIs. Um, hitting 435 on base percentage of 500 slugging percentage of 73 like he's been insane I, I mean even his last 30 are in front of me why not just share them because they're even better I mean which I don't even know if he's played 30 this might be just his total Yankees task because I don't know if he's played 30 games but 344 447 859 slashing 859 slugging is crazy and then um, 10 homers 22 rbis <laughs> like He's been legitimately one of the Yankees' best players when he's in the game. That's what I said yesterday. Like, oh, there's our best player after another hit. But, like, it's kind of like he's been one of the best players in the league when he's in the game. I think I saw a stat. He has, like, the highest OPS when he's playing. And Beltran said, that's good. I think that's why I remember that. <laughs> somebody good. said – somebody was like, oh, when Carpenter's playing, I think Ruco said, when Carpenter's playing, he has the best OPS in baseball. <laughs> and Beltran said, that's good. <laughs> so that is why I remember that. But um, he has been a yeah, no, great thank it's the worst the worst Dude. commentator in sports.
0: Carpy – Car the Carp dog feels like a fever. Oh my dream. god, when he said it actually feels yeah. like a fever dream. It it actually yeah, doesn't it doesn't feel real. Like watching this guy hit, I like I kind of feel similar to the way that I felt Nestor felt about Nestor earlier in the season like I was just waiting for Nestor to kind of fail. Um and now I kind of feel that way about Matt Carpenter like I, I he comes up to the plate and I'm like there's no way like I, it's just it's just insane like he's literally he's legitimately one of the best hitters in, in major League baseball right now. It's yeah. absolutely insane right now um, yeah. shout out again to talking Jake. this is a great tweet I had to, I was hoping I was gonna save it for the pod but Matt Carpenter has as many home runs as any player on the Chicago White Sox tonight is his 20th game started. It's <laughs> That's insane. absolutely oh insane God. absolutely insane. He's crazy and and the best part about him that not even just the mashing. We always talk about the stash. I love the stash. Did you see that
1: picture they showed of um him side by side with Mattingly?
0: They look exactly the same. I did, yes. They look very, very similar. He's such a great Yankee.
1: I mean, I I, I, was ta- I, I was commented about-
0: on yeah. co- sorry, Brian. I commented on Carpy's – um post yesterday brian um with the johnny Cash song and said carpy you give me chills <laughs> i mean i was hoping he was gonna <laughs> like it but he didn't like it so <laughs> <laughs> he probably dude he's 36 he probably doesn't know how to work instagram
1: <laughs> so but whoever is running his account just sent that to him i mean i mean somebody there's definitely someone working for the Yankees that sends them these edits. definitely judge somebody's working for judge. the Yankees that like sends them these edits because they all
2: like post their own player edits like um, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, but so yeah, so Carpenter has no idea what that was going on <laughs> social media. <laughs> social media wise,
2: he's just up there to rake.
1: But another point I we- want to bring up with Carpenter is you see that they're letting him play left field now, which is mm. very, which is a very big development because we saw. Hey.
3: Oh. Who said that last week on the pod and you guys gave me shit for it? Like, I can't oh, believe no way. it. You can't play left.
0: Come on. Well, Come on. I don't know if we said that. He hadn't
3: played the outfield since
0: 2012. That's literally 10 All years right. ago. Well,
3: he, he played left. Give Danny, give Danny his props. How about it? How about we do that first? Of <laughs> course, I'll give you your props. I, like what I said, you?
0: three times already. I got to give credit where credit's due, but... That was definitely the unexpected. Were we, we? were in fifth grade when this guy played left field the last time.
2: <laughs> we're almost out of yeah. college. I mean, that's insane. That's insane. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. We
1: chase. We were saying like, can he even run? I mean, I guess if they're trusting him out there, but like again, like that could be huge. Like we keep talking about the outfielder move possibly, but I mean, if Hicks continues like this, and if Carpenter is an outfield option, maybe you don't need it. So I don't know. There's a lot of things we can they won't watch. even like you we said. Get-
0: they won't even have to go out and acquire anyone. Yeah. Even though I still it's want like, him to get that go ahead Danny. Sorry, buddy. Ian Happy is it's better. So,
3: cut this, yeah. I like Ian Happy, but um, it's so like bizarre what's going on. When we sign him and we're kind of like whatever signing, like just a piece until maybe guys come back, whatever. And we kind of gave him like a week or two to be on the Yankees, then he'll be gone. But then all of a sudden, he's just mashing, and it, honestly, like. Chase I agree with you like when you he's coming up to the plate you don't expect him you, like he's not a guy you expect to be your best hitter but right now he certainly has been and it's just, it's like you don't expect it I mean and he has to find a way to play every single day we cannot be putting him back on the bench he has to play every day and I love how Boone I honestly props to Boone I love how Boone is yeah. getting him any opportunity he can to get his bat in the lineup I, like I love to see it. And it feels like now, every time Carpenter's up, he's going to do something. He's going to get a hit now. I mean, he's just that automatic.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's it's insane what we're witnessing. Like, uh, it sounds like an exaggeration. Like, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic because you would never think Matt Carpenter. It's insane what we're witnessing. But like, it literally is. Like, it's insane what we're witnessing. like. You don't see this. this he was hitting happen.
1: third for the Yankees. I saw a tweet. Like, if you told me at the beginning of the year that Matt Carpenter would be hitting third and hitting like. And give what, given the numbers he's had, like it's actually unbelievable. Like I don't, I can't. Like this is the best he's like ever been in his career, and it's when he's thirty six. After he was struggling to stick around at a roster the last two years, like his numbers last year were just awful the whole year, and he's crushed them already in what, not even thirty game, thirty yeah. games. Like I don't know. It's been something to witness. And I was telling you guys yesterday. Got to give credit to Brian yeah, Cashman because what a find yeah, that was. Like seriously. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And like you guys said, like, yeah, like you got to find a way to Jesus. get this guy. I mean, you got wh- to find a way to get this guy at bats. Like you have to, like, he can't be out of the lineup. Like right now, I feel like obviously you got your judge, you got your stand. they Those guys are locks to be in the lineup. Rizzo's a lock to be in the lineup. DJ should be a lock. Glaber. I think Glaber should be a lock now. Carpenter should be a lock at this point. Like, and Hicks too, with the way he's been hitting, like these guys are all locks. Like they have to be in the lineup every single night. If you're really trying to win every single game.
3: It's just it's hard though i mean do you think you the, gonna... do you think the will give us an extra dh give us a 10 spot in the lineup
1: that's what i'm saying though like realistically chase like how <laughs> like what do you want what, the point i wanted to, be... to
3: make too. It, it's tough you know, when it you really try to game. kind of like a rotation but
0: the... when you try to game plan it it's it's okay so let's go through it you got trevino a catcher that's my ideal catcher obviously i think we all agree there hmm. rizzo gotta have rizzo in the lineup um I love second Glaber. Base is where it's tricky. I love Glaber at second. I love him at second. Agree. Um obviously IKF. If only Glaber could play a competent short man, it would make everything so much easier. But IKF at Real short. Oh, Carpenter
1: out there. he will figure it out. Yeah. Oh out. my God. That would make
0: <laughs> honestly. I would rather Marwin Gonzalez play short <laughs> at this point. I totally <laughs> agree. Marwin at totally short. Agree. Um I think I would play. I think I'd play Donald. No, I'd play DJ at third. I would DH Donaldson. I'd play Carpey and left. I don't know if he could play oh, every but then, day. But left then Stanton left. doesn't play. Oh, no. Yeah, dude, it's like impossible. And then, or Stanton or Hicks doesn't play. Shit, man. It's impossible. You can't get them all bats every day. It's sad because they all serve a bat right now. Play. Yeah.
1: I don't know, yeah, man. Hey, tough. Hey,
3: but this, I
0: guess you just ride really the hot good man. It's a
3: problem to have. It's, a, it's a great problem. problem to have.
1: Yeah, it's a very good problem to have. I
3: mean.
0: Yeah. yeah. And Gallo. Gallo's on his, but Gallo's I on his out. way out.
3: He's out now. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. But um, the point I, like, I, about Carpenter, it's just also his story. Like, it's such a great story. He completely fell off. He was like, he was a very great, good hitter uh, for St. Louis. And then all of a sudden he completely fell off. He went on like a hiatus, like trying to figure it out. He went to like four different hitting coaches to see what was wrong with his swing. He just worked and tried to get back. He finally was in the minors in Texas. He got out of that contract and he was sitting and waiting for a team to call him and one team did. Mm -hmm. That was the Yankees, and that turned out pretty well, I think. That's the best part about it. How how much he cared. I mean, you're 30, you're 34, you're 35 years old. I know now he's 36, but when this all happened, like 34, 35 years old, you're old, like kind of already had a good major league career. Kind of some guys at that point just, you know, I'm done, I'm done, whatever. I don't, but he loves the game so much, and he wanted to be good again so badly, and he wanted to play. And now he finds himself on the best team in the league. It's also believed
1: he could be good again and yeah it's like a big thing and um he he loves being here so much and i know we talk about guys like that because we love that so much when the guy clearly loves to be here so much that's what we were talking about when they signed him like oh he wants to carry the the airport bags like and he was kind of like a joke and we're like now we're sitting here i don't know how much longer it's been but this guy is a huge piece of this like 2020 yankees team and where would we be without him like
0: yeah it's 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 marvelous it's marvelous Great word man great word uh thanks man i appreciate that but Like you said, Danny, only one team reached out to him. And I was going to make that point too. I'm glad that you brought that up, but only one team reached out to him. And like, it's insane because if you really think about it, if this guy was playing a full 162, you have to wonder if he continued to hit at this pace, if he would get MVP votes, that's how good he's playing. (laughs) Like 36 year old (laughs) Matt Carpenter getting MVP votes, a full season. That's how ridiculous this is. We're not exaggerating. This is like, this is real. Like this is a
1: real uh, deal. Yeah. And you say you say that thing about the one team. That's what I want to highlight too. I mean, these like people want to shit on Cashman, but I mean, like I said to you guys, where would we be without Matt Carpenter, Jose Trevino, and Clay Holmes? Like, oh,
2: how
0: can we just get? We have to show Trevino I, I, for making his first All Star appearance.
1: That's that's where I was getting to, man. That's what I was getting to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, and, and <laughs> I spoiled true. it. Listen. I know, but so where would we be without those three? We gave up. I think I, it was just Hoy Park we gave up for those guys because we ended up getting a bro back in the Trevino trade, Clay for Hoy Park. And, yeah, that
3: was a great trade. I mean, we knew that was a great trade.
1: And then um signing Carpenter for literally nothing, and those guys have been huge. So, like, props to the front office, Brian Cashman, the scouting department for seeing something in those three guys who have really not been good at any – well, Carpenter was good at a point, but not for the last two years. Like, those guys have, have not shown much, but – the Yankee Scouting saw something in those three guys that they could help the team and they have in a tremendous way. And that leads in to my congratulations hey, to Jose I mean, Trevino, Clay Holmes, Nestor Cortez. Uh well, those are the guys that just got in yesterday. Um, yeah. uh, I know Judge,
0: Judge, Stanton Judge Stanton. Um and uh and you said Cole. Oh, you said Cole? Yeah. Six all stars, yeah. boys. Yeah. We're being represented. No, well he said Clay and I this year. Being represented well.
3: It's good. Two starters, too.
0: Yeah gotta love it and you but, can um, like I, I was saying I mean, on honestly twitter, i think
3: all three of us
0: i was i was saying on twitter that you could make the argument that glaber and mike king should have made the all-star team too i think king definitely should be but um but go yeah. ahead danny what were you gonna say buddy I mean,
3: all three of all three of us maybe uh oh brian cashman a little bit of a, an apology for the, our first episode of ever of this podcast i mean i know we were that was kind of based on that donaldson trade i mean we could say what we want about the donaldson trade now i mean I don't know. Looking back, would we have rathered something else, I and mean, we could have got Correa? But I mean, the team is the best in baseball, so really, it worked out just fine. I mean, I, I don't know how great the trade was. Still, that KF is brutal. Donaldson has been struggling, but I still love Donaldson. But yeah, I think we owe him an apology because he's built the best team in baseball right now.
0: I wonder how different this team would look if they had if they kept Gio at short. Remember when they tried Gio at short a little bit, and he was very very successful at short. I wonder how things would be if they yeah. had Glaber, Gio, and Donaldson. Because the twins wanted, didn't they want Gary? Like that's that was their main piece of the trade. Like they didn't care. Like Gio was like a throw-in, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Or maybe I'm know. wrong. Maybe I, I I'm he, wrong. But they
1: tried to throw in.
3: Donaldson, <laughs> was honestly a bit of I just th- remember. I remember like John going. Heyman, dude.
0: Ga- yeah, Gary Sanchez goes to yeah. Twins. I
3: remember that when that trade happened, John Heyman it, – It's literally I'm I'm phone whatever. I get the notification says Gary Sanchez has been traded to the Minnesota Twins. He was he's literally the fourth important most important part of that trade. Like it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah he,
0: he's he, he was him. yeah and that's our that's our uh weekly gary that's our weekly gary reference so shout out to gary um
1: <laughs> yeah well we have an all-star catcher we oh, gotta not, do it so
0: oh, i love poppy yeah. i love him i'm so I happy mean, for i love him. gary and really, really those videos those yeah. videos of boone telling um the guys that they were all-stars was all did you guys see the one of, they were awesome but did you guys see the clay one clay Holmes watch, one? that's the only one i didn't watch the Clay Holmes one was like really bad. Like Boom was like, he like sat him down. He's like, "Well, you're going to L.A." And then Clay was like, "Nice." <laughs> that was it. Clay must be like a robot behind the scenes, and we don't even know it. Uh, I can he's totally like, see that. that and then me. and then Boom was like, Boom was like, "How do you how do you feel?" He's like, "Yeah, it's great." And then B- Boom was like, he was like, "Not that it's a surprise or anything." He's like, "Yeah." It was like like what like what do thought? Maybe, you lo- like, what maybe am I, I thought he got
2: traded to the Dodgers or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, I wanted to know. Um, I wanted to see the Garrett Cole one. I, I wonder if they did one with Cole because I was like like was he like saying shit that like they couldn't post? You know what I mean? Like was he like cursing and talking out of his head? Because a guy like that crazy. though,
1: a guy like that has been an All Star so many times. Like I think they just want to do it for like the first time All Stars. Like we would it would really mean something to them.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's and, probably why they didn't do it then.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was so so cool to see Trevino and Nestor especially because you could see how much it meant to them. Like, those guys, like both – I mean, Trevino, like long a uh, long-time Yankee fan. Like, how much oh, – like, it was so cool. Like, I can't imagine that feeling. And then you see Nestor was mic'd up yesterday because the stupid ESPN broadcast loves to do that. And um, if you guys caught uh, – yeah, when Rizzo comes up to him, he's like, "Nestor Cortez, like all star pitcher, like for the rest of your life." And Nestor's like, "For
2: the rest of my life." Like he's so, <laughs>
1: he's like, I mean, really happy for him. Um, I hope those guys have fun there. But until then, we got some
0: games to win. The
3: uh,
0: the Trevino video was awesome because at the at the end of the video, he says, "If you would have told me a year ago that I'd be playing for the New York Yankees yeah. and that I'd be all star, a-
3: guys." Yeah. Uh,
0: what do you say? What do you say, buddy? Yikes. All right. <laughs> I think what Danny was trying to say was that we have a lot of guys who love being Yankee. I think that's what he was trying to say. I, uh... <laughs> what?
3: Well, no, I, that's not uh, not really actually.
0: Okay, so what were you trying to say?
3: <laughs> well, yeah, we do have a lot of guys that love being Yankees, but we also have a lot of awkward guys in, uh, oh yeah, public settings and interviews and all that stuff. Like who? DJ, well, DJ, I was kind of yeah. like, my, I kind of couldn't hear. I kind of couldn't hear. I mean, Tyron kind of Montgomery. Montgomery, oh my
0: I think both Tyone is so funny when he was mic'd up no, last no, night. I couldn't
3: really hear much before what you guys were saying anything.
0: They're like, Jameson, yeah. Jameson, that's two um, nights ago, or two nights ago. Jameson, <laughs> like, how do you feel about this season? Yeah, just when I make good pitches, I feel really <laughs> good about myself. <laughs> I still love him. I hope he,
2: he th- doesn't talk like that. I yeah. hope he gets it. I
1: hope he gets it, figures it out again soon because he's good. Like, we need him, he can be good.
0: Yeah, he's he's been really really bad. He needs to figure it out. It's it sucks seeing him suck because when he's good, it's fun. So, yeah. um, but yeah. I think, yeah, and it's, it's never good. it's
3: never fun when guys are bad. Either.
0: No, it's not. It's not fun. Um, let's see what do we got coming up. We'll finish it's off with Cincinnati that. Reds. Okay, Cincinnati coming up, the and then who's after Cincinnati? Um, Boston again. Okay, yeah. Boston in the Bronx. So we got Cincy and then we got Boston and then the all star all star break. So I actually want uh really quick, I really want John Carlo to participate in the home run derby.
3: I mean ever ever I
0: think Danny's having some Wi Fi issues right now, in case you couldn't tell, if in case the listeners couldn't tell. Um Brian, how do you feel about John Carlo in the home run derby?
1: Dude. i want him to do it uh too <laughs> i'm
3: like
1: i'm usually against it because i i mean we know what happened with judge in 2018 but i don't think stan's the guy that's gonna that's gonna happen to i'm glad Judge is staying out of it i think just let him be yeah. um but stan is nice. standing in his hometown um he'll put on a show there and uh it could be a good yankee representation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i think this guy's trying to talk over you ryan
2: I think we're getting his his (laughs) like talking from like five minutes ago is coming (laughs) through right now.
0: Yeah. Um, my brother brought up a good point when I asked him if you wanted John (laughs) Carlo. Can you you mute him, Chase? Mute him. (laughs) Danny, you're going in timeout for two minutes. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, it won't even let me mute him. This kid's hacking the system. Oh my god, it won't even let me mute him. Anyways, I when I asked my when I asked my
3: 2017, it wasn't 2018, bro. What? What is going on?
2: Oh, I know. What I mean, said. in the fucking I accidentally said judge in 2018. It was 17. God forbid. Oh, my God. That's what he was trying to get out for the last five minutes. Interrupted <laughs> the whole show. I was saying
3: 2017. I was. No, I was fucking saying 2017. Oh, my God. And you guys were getting, his, were getting his voice from five minutes ago.
0: Anyways, I asked my brother about Giancarlo in the Homer Derby, and he was saying. After John Carlo participated in the home run derby, the guy was hitting like two home runs per night. And that was the home run race between Judge and Stanton. And when Vince Stanton was going off. So if it can help him f- find a home run swing, not that he hasn't had the home run swing, but like help him find the two home run per game, home run swing. I'm all for it. And he what? left gone. <laughs> and he's gone. I think he just gave up and left uh, unless if he got kicked, but um I really want Stanton in the derby representing us.
1: Yeah. I mean, it- I, I agree. Like I always like a Yankee in home run derby. Like, why not? I mean, they've been winning stuff. The Yankees won the home run derby X. If anybody watched that, they yes. didn't. <laughs> like,
0: so chapter- I'm gonna just going to show really quick Danny saying bye. He spelled bye wrong. Oh, he did. He said bye. <laughs> B-U-I. B-U-I, B-U-I. For me. I don't know. On my screen, it's mirrored. So I don't know if it's. No, it looks good. Okay. For the Spotify
1: um, listeners, Danny just texted us. Say bye
0: for him. Say B-U-I. Oh, he just corrected himself. Bye. Okay. Um, but yeah, stay in the derby. Six all stars. Yankees split with the Red Sox. Carp dog. Josh is playing better, and Hicks Aaron is Hicks better. is on fire. So, um, yeah, and go out and get a starter. Listen, go out and get a starter.
1: They went three and three this week, which is rare. I mean, I said like you know started off with a bad loss, three great wins, then two bad losses. It's like right up and down this week. Like she didn't get back on track. Like. Cincinnati Reds one of the worst teams of baseball need like a sweep out of that um you know prove why we're the Yankees and why they're at the bottom of the league and um you know we'll talk about it again but Boston going into the all-star break I don't want another repeat of last year where we're going to the all-star break like Jesus Christ like that was brutal like when you know how the Astros walked us walked off on us like to go into the break and it was like just the cloud hanging overhead like I want to finish off in the break strong, like prove again, what's why, like why they're, we're the best team in baseball and why we're better than the Red Sox. But again, we'll talk before then, but uh
0: yeah. And I really want to make, I want to make a quick throwback Brian that I just thought of right before we sign off here. Do you remember last year you, I know you're going to remember this. So I know why I'm asking you to you remember, but cause me and you loved this, but the Yankees were really, really struggling last year um, at the break. And then. Oh yeah. The, judge the red interviewed on the carpet. And then they asked him, what do you see from the Yankees in the second half of the season? And he said, like, a lot of winning, right, or something? He said, what did he say? Like
1: Somebody uh, – it was Greg Amsinger of MLB Network that said, like, Aaron, like, why do I feel like, you know, the Yankees struggle in the first half? Like, why do I feel like, you know, you guys are going to go in, like, a tear and just run through, like, the league in the second half? Like, you know, and he just goes, like, for sure. Like, he's like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, something like that.
0: Some, that um, something crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they, did. they had a good second half. But, you know, this team is not like last year's team, hopefully, because last year's team was not really fun. But,
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, uh, the first
1: – First half is coming to a conclusion. I mean, we're happy, couldn't be happier with where the Yankees are.
0: So. so, next week, next week, we for our episode, we are going to do um, trade deadline preview. So, um, look out for that. I'm excited for that one. That should be fun. Um, but I think that's all we've got for today, Brian and mm-hmm. Danny, even though he's not here anymore. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at official STN Pod. I held a poll the other day. It only got eight votes over 24 hours. So that's pretty embarrassing. But um <laughs> make sure to <laughs> actually I want to read the tweet really quick. Really, really quick. Hang on while I'm, I'm pulling it up. So. I think I voted and I
1: I saw you you made a thread of it and you were like, it's probably gonna
2: get no vote. So
0: Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna read. You just ruined my thunder.
2: Oh, uh, I didn't realize. Where Sorry. Is Where
0: is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay. I said, it feels like Aaron Hicks is back. If he can sustain the way he's been hitting, granted, it won't all be perfect. The Yankees need to acquire an outfielder. Carpy, Marwin, and Gallo seem like they can all hold down the corner outfield spot. And I also forgot to mention Stanton. So Stanton's in that too. Um, And I held the poll. Acquire an outfielder or Carpy, Marwin, and Gallo. And then they, 75% said of the eight votes, 75% of the eight votes said acquire an outfielder. And then I said in the thread, Think this things might go south here because we'll probably get like two votes.
2: So <laughs> I was laughing at that one. The things might go south. Was-
0: <laughs> so, yes, interact with us on Twitter, please at official STN pod on our Instagram at spreading the news. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, did I miss anything? Nope. this has been Chase, Brian, and Danny says and bye. Danny. Danny says bye. <laughs> so, thank you all, and we will see you next week. Let's go, Yanks, baby.
1: Go Yanks.